What's going on? It is Podcast Royale. My name is Wookie. I'm Flairwing. And I'm Nix. Uh, hopefully the audio doesn't sound too weird. Uh, it's kind of echoey in my in my office. I, I'm doing some renovations. Uh, I think I told you guys on on Discord. I got one wall painted, and I've got like a half of the other two walls painted. Um, third one hasn't even been touched yet. Oh dang! And it like has, a wall a day. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Uh, well, I, I fucked up, so um, I did. I did. I I primed like the main wall that I was going to paint for the accent wall, and then I primed like the other sides, and I let it sit for about thirty minutes, and I was like, "That's eh, dry enough." So I went ahead and, and painted the accent wall. Took the um, the painter's tape off, uh, and it just took big chunks of, of the accent wall. So I got to redo parts of the accent wall. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have to wait quite a long time. Yeah, a little, little longer than 30 minutes. <laughs> like, maybe like four <laughs> hours, but... Well, I've got, uh, so I repainted the, the, the primer on the other two walls, uh, and I'm just going to do the accent wall, just doing touch-up. Um, I got you. But uh, yeah, so I'm actually finally remodeling my office, and I'm very happy. Uh, it's, it's exciting. It's a good, it's a good feeling. Mm -hmm. But it's when I did that, feeling. so so in my office, I've got my wife's desk, I've got my desk, uh, and I've got um, like a chair that's in the background. And I don't know what it is. I guess it's the chair because it's a big old clothy thing, but it absorbs all the sound. Now that the mm -hmm. chair is gone, it sounds like there's an echo in the, in this room and it's driving me insane. I have no idea if it's <laughs> getting picked up on the audio, but it's, it's driving me, you know, crazy. I, I would say like those, uh, sound absorbing panels or whatever. Yeah. They're not too much. And then like, I don't know, there's a lot of things you can do. Obviously literally anything that's soft has some form of like some level of sound absorption. So mm -hmm. it's not too hard. Once you get to where you're, you're good with your office set up, then you just start worrying about that from there. But yeah, yeah literally even curtains. <laughs> it, it's it's insane. I don't know. I thought it was so cool when I first learned about how sound absorption actually works. And then I felt dumb when I was like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, if it's soft, it can absorb, absorb like air that can absorb sound. Okay, simple enough. Yeah. And I think that's essentially what it is. I've never had curtains in my office before. Um, so I'm hoping that's going to be one thing. Um but like I'm 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 also planning on getting those sound absorbing panels to kind of help things out. Um, but I'm actually just gonna make them. I'm not gonna just buy them ready made. Yeah, it's fair. If if I had to do it again, um, I I think the way I did my setup, I'd have to buy them. Essentially, it'd be a pain to make them for the way I did like right. my back wall. But any of them going forward, I'm either going to make or I'm going to do something that's a little like obtuse with the exact same goal in mind. But yeah, I I don't think I'd buy anymore. That being said, I do like the the aesthetics of those, um, like the the foam cushion ones. Yeah, um, but they just get so pricey at times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and for the end of the day, it's just spongy foam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know. <laughs> Have you guys heard uh, any of the news about Microsoft buying Blizzard? Yes, and I don't know how to feel about it. Well, I don't either, um, but one thing I can tell you is um, I'm grabbing my popcorn for this one. Yeah. So, uh, Trevor, you, you're a lot more connected than I am, so please regale us uh, what information you know about the, the Blizzard buyout. So, um, a lot of people have been very concerned about a lot of things, especially along the lines of, like, you know, buying Blizzard is not just, you know, buying World of Warcraft. It's not just buying Overwatch. It's, they're, you know, Activision's included in that. Uh, which means one of the biggest things that people could think about, you know, because World of Warcraft, like I said, isn't that. It's still a big game, but Call of Duty is in that. And uh, that's huge because what you got to think about when you think about all this is it's Microsoft. Microsoft is, yeah, a PC company, but it's also Xbox. And so one big concern a lot of people had was, uh, well, shit, Call of Duty is about to become like an Xbox exclusive, but um, they've already said they have no intentions they they can't make the existing Call of Duty games not um like they can't make them leave PlayStation basically that's that'd be against so many contracts but also they have no plans to do that for uh new coming Call of Duty games they don't want to make those kind of things exclusives for obvious which is profit reasons too 
Yeah, and one of the big reasons they did state was because they said going forward they also want to keep crossplay. So obviously, profit reasons you don't want to do that, and also the sense of they get money if PlayStation players buy that game regardless. So there's no real sense in them making exclusive. They're making money off of it, no matter who buys it at that point. Um, and so that's a big thing. But also, here is one of the concerns, which is that this is pushing a monopoly, which is concerning in its own right. But then going on to where people are like, yeah, but is it good? Because uh, Blizzard and Activision, not too long ago, have had some of the biggest controversies in, like, uh, scandals with, like, you know, namely treating women like absolute animals. Um, and it's it's awful. There are companies that have gotten a lot of shit about that. Xbox, on the other hand, with Phil Spencer, their current big head, everyone has fallen in love with him. Because he's come forward with a lot of quotes and saying, like, a, pretty much giving a lot of promise and just being like, hey, you know, I... I play these games also, um, and I I just want these games to be good. Um, and so a lot of people have hope in the sense that this is going to be very, very good for uh, Activision and Blizzard with essentially Xbox being in charge of them if, you know, Phil Spencer can be in charge of them because there's hopes that that's going to be a lot of cleanup happening. Yeah. Um, Having a gamer and- in the seat is very powerful. Yeah, and, and I feel it, because he seems like a wholesome guy. Everything we've seen so far, he seems like a good guy. Uh, you know, time will tell if that's true, and, you know, we can all just hope that it is. Uh, but a big thing there, and, you know, from the esports scene that I like to watch on, uh, one big, big thing that this is huge for. Call of Duty used to be, like, the biggest esport war. Um, and that went away because Call of Duty went more focused on just like casual gaming and you know whatever uh, and pushing out a new game every single year, um, and so that can't live as an esport very well. It's very yeah. hard to make that happen. I'm looking at you, um, Modern Warfare on on phone. Yeah, it's very hard to make anything that's constantly brand new every year work. And their esports management for the pro league has been god awful. It has been so bad. A lot of these huge orbs like Phase. Optic, uh, they're all talking about they may just leave it altogether, and that's a lot of money. That is a crap ton of money. Those orgs are, you know, multi-million, multi-billion-dollar organizations, um, and so that's that's huge. So, a big thing people are really excited for is because look at Halo Infinite, and in the time since Halo Infinite's been out, it's already huge in esports. Like it is insane how big it already is, and. Overwatch died as an esport, which it used to be huge, the Overwatch League. And so a lot of people were very hopeful, you know, that this is going to change that and we're going to get a new refreshment of all this. And Call of Duty esports, uh, Overwatch esports are about to ramp back up in a way that, like, no one saw coming. And it's it's exciting. I mean, you know, it, this could be bad, but it also, it could be really good. I don't think there's much in between. <laughs> <laughs> if if they come out with a Overwatch two, I'm buying it in a heartbeat. I I actually did enjoy Overwatch, but I could not stand the mountain that I had to climb to get to the level um, that other people had. Because they they I mean it was weird like the amount of uh, tips and tricks that everybody knew or um, you know everybody knew the meta and. If you were on a team with uh, people who knew the meta, um, they would just bully you until you left. It was real rough for someone. Like, I, I came in like, I felt like, I think three years after it, it came out. I was like, I was like miles behind everybody. It was, it was pathetic. Yeah, it sucks because like Overwatch genuinely is a fun game. Um, it is, it is a very, very fun game, but it yeah, it famously has one of the worst player bases out there. It's got a terrible player base, and uh, which is it's common enough for competitive games. That's a thing that happens. Uh, you know, you have a competitive game, you draw in competitive players, you draw in competitive players, you draw in shitty human beings a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and like, Funny how but that works. it is yeah, it is genuinely a fun game. It is a blast to play. All the characters are a lot of fun to play around with, but it's. Man, it does not bode well for just casual players that are just trying to have a good time. It's like, they're not welcome. That's what it feels like. Uh, and I hope that Microsoft taking that over 
maybe if they do decide to go forward and read and uh, breathe new life in Overwatch, it changes that because look at Halo. I mean, Halo is very, very welcoming to casuals. I, that's like its whole thing. It always has been. And so if they can kind of breathe that kind of energy into it, it could be awesome. I mean, it could be huge. Yeah. I mean, even Call of Duty. Call of Duty kind of feels like it's it's a sweat lord game. But a Halo has always felt like you you bring a, a six-pack of Mountain Dew, some Doritos, <laughs> and you play Halo. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so when you did play Overwatch, who was your favorite character? Tracer. Mine I like was, you. I can't remember what his name was, but it was a little gerbil, the hamster guy. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. I, I can't remember his name. I I just love I remember the fact that ones. you could um you could like tether yourself to something and you could just swing yourself uh, around and around until you just literally bash some people out of the the map. Sometimes it was it was <laughs> amazing. Uh, yeah, what do you think Trace... Aaron's character would be? I'm trying to think. Um, she likes bashing people. Um, I learned nothing about Overwatch. Wait, is the character Junkrat? Is that Junk Overwatch? Rat. That's one yep. of them. Okay, yeah. the only that's the only one I know, and I only know that because one of my exes, uh, that I I stayed friends with him for years, but he cosplayed Junkrat. <laughs> yeah, um, it's is I know that, what he looks like. That's is, the most I that, know. Well, is that is that what you're trying to say? That would be your favorite character because I no. definitely see you as more of a. What was his name? Was it Roadkill? Yeah, the big Roadhog or whatever. Roadhog, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, you. Yeah. I feel like you'd be a Roadhog uh, main Ooh, for sure, or a or a Reinhardt. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm looking oh, a lot of these characters it as Reinhardt for sure. Yeah, I'm looking at a lot of these characters again, and it's it's funny because like, man, a lot of these characters are very attractive. Like all the women in this game are so attractive. Um, but like, I'm going back on it. Like Tracer. I had a blast with Tracer, but I like teleporting around with, you know, give me two SMGs, essentially, and I'm just teleporting around, blasting everything, and I had a lot of fun. That was yeah. just a blast for me to play. Yeah, I'm looking at them, because I know, like, Widowmaker, she she wouldn't enjoy. It's a sniper. No, um, yeah. Symmetra, I don't think she would enjoy. Um, uh, like... Aaron, do me a favor and Google um, Pharah? Pharaoh? Pharah? Something? Pharah was fun. I think it was so I much think fun. Farah, you would like aesthetically, but I I don't think you like her play style. I think she would definitely be your your bay. Uh, she would like Ash aesthetically for sure. Okay, um, okay. Oh, I forgot about Farrah's Ash. Cute. I never played Ash. Farah was like my second favorite pick all the time. I like flying around and shooting missiles everywhere. Oh, um, I've seen Ash on Twitter. Okay, I'm looking at her right now. Yeah, no, Ash is definitely um. Yeah, that's very much Aaron's aesthetic for sure. I, I literally that's... stopped playing Overwatch the week before Ash came out. Oh, dang. Yeah, I kind of like the slightly androgynous look. <laughs> Pretty dope. I'm digging it. Also, I, I looked up Reinhardt. Um, that I definitely could see. I like Big Smash. You like Big Smash. Like it would be Big Smash. So. Uh, another option, funny enough, would be D.Va. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you yes. look her up, I mean, she essentially is just piloting around like a mech, but with just like some Gatling guns and crap. Yeah, she's and also her, a bit of a big smash. Yeah, and okay. her ultimate is literally throwing it at people and then like it blowing up on them. Oh, I forgot about the diva. I always forget, like I see her a lot. I know like a lot of people cosplay her, but I always forget that she's like Overwatch. She feels yeah. like her own thing. That's fair. But I mean, that to be fair, I don't. Like know anything about Overwatch, so yeah, Diva's fan base um extends in like a lot of different ways. It it, it hit its own like cult following, yeah. like beyond Overwatch essentially. It's yeah. it's its own thing because she's like meant to be the stereotypical generic gamer girl, like you know Mountain Dew and everything else and Doritos. They reference all of that with her. Yeah, I was gonna say because I I won't say her name, but I have one friend who um she does OnlyFans. And she was considering doing like a diva set, but she doesn't play video games. But she was excited about it. Like she thought the character is cool. Yeah. But it was like definitely not for the video game aspect. <laughs> it's like the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I feel like Aaron would be our tank. I feel like she'd be our Reinhardt. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, that sounds um, cool. I looked him up. Oh, I like him. 
I do like the gerbil name is literally Wrecking Ball. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's Wrecking Ball. (laughs) Why why did I not think that? Hmm. Let me look him up. Yeah. Um, generally uh, speaking, though, if if I if I'm playing someone, it's usually um, uh, Mercy. I'm I'm a huge Mercy main. And that's fair. Mercy. Uh, yeah, Mercy's Here. Mercy's a a big one in, in cosplay. Oh, yeah, I've seen her. I've seen like cosplays and artwork of her. Yeah, it's like interesting because like I've definitely seen some of these, but it's just like I see them, I'm like that's pretty, and then I never think anything further. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually, like attach them with Overwatch. Let me, let me go ahead and just Google something. Because uh, there was actually another character that was kind of a mix between um, Reinhardt and Diva. And I'm trying to remember her name. I'm literally vamping to figure it out. Um, like Zarya? Uh, I think it was. It was the. It was the. Or it was Orisa. It, it was, she was Let's... like a South African robot thing. Um, she oh. had the ability to create like a like a shield she had like an amazing gatling gun she was like a good balance of defense and um like offense uh and she actually was uh pretty solid for me for for a while listen all i'm saying is i sent i sent you guys a link to a list of all the characters yeah i know i'm, I'm literally yeah. looking at that i'm i'm yes. <laughs> i'm i'm searching Uh-oh. calm down <laughs> but yeah uh i yeah, I keep looking at all these, and like I know Bridget was added shortly after like I stopped playing. I think yeah, Bridget was also and solid. Yeah, uh, I I thought she was like really really cool, but yeah, I, Tracer was definitely the one I mained with Farah being that close second. They're all very fun, but they're also like the offensive playstyle. Roadhog was cool with the ability to like grab somebody and like you know Scorpion pull them over. Yeah, mostly in the sense of I saw a lot of people pull strats essentially where they would do that. Like grab somebody off the enemy team, pull to him, and then like their whole team, like Roadhog's entire team, would be there waiting for him to come in. They would just jump the dude. <laughs> that was like, yes. that was always so brutal. And I remember, right, I remember seeing a lot of complaints about that, and everyone being like, "Hey, you need to nerf him. This is not okay." <laughs> so yeah, that was that was definitely fun. Um, oh, let me fix that. Sombra was the one added right after I stopped playing. Uh, Sombra, I played for uh, a good while. I liked her ability. Uh, I think she also had the ability to go completely invisible. I think that was her. Yeah, yeah, she uh, has the ability to become invisible and move more quickly for like, I don't know, 10 seconds, something like that. It's pretty solid. Oh, I recognize May. May. But oh, not yeah. for a good reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, figured, that's another one. <laughs> I figured that would be... Uh, was it rule 34 well no it was actually um when there was uh i think it was hong kong uh oh yeah oh that's right she was like the poster child yeah it was like a big back and forth i just remember seeing this one we're seeing a bunch of stuff on twitter widowmaker looks really cool may is also a very solid um attack too she's like she does an amazing amount of damage because she like freezes you she's very useful uh moira kind of gives me sienna vibes uh yeah except for in like um dark magic with uh which instead of like fire magic yeah magic red hair kind of like older looking you know if i remember correctly she had the ability to either drain your life and give it to you or she could uh give like buffs to teammates i can't remember mm. i think that's about right she was she was kind of she's technically a support class but she's also like she's a she's a a, a vampire essentially so what we were going to talk about are our top five favorite quotes uh which i went ahead and asked you guys to to prepare a list of those um and i figured we would start with aaron oh okay um how do you want me to do this just like read them off or what? so i figured what we would do is we would just do something like um this is from you know this video game this is a quote uh and i'm actually going to put it in into the the audio and um oh. just do kind of like a side by side okay right on uh so <laughs> some of mine are kind of dumb the first one is from rainbow six oh okay well there we go um so the first one's from rainbow six siege and like the 
the quote itself isn't like spectacular. It's throne is ready. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I specifically was like Sledge, um, Sledge's voice actor, because uh, that's basically all I ever did. I just I played Sledge and I droned seventy percent of the time on attack. So yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, and the second one is, ever uh, it's from Skyrim. It's Bellothor the Breton. Everything's for sale, my friend. Everything. If I had a sister, I'd sell her in a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Bellathor was was quite the character. I uh, mm -hmm. I, I loved him. Actually, I mm -hmm. accidentally killed him on every single playthrough. Oh no! Bellathor's yeah, Bellathor's uh, shop was like the best one to steal from, and I get caught m nine times out of ten, and and I just kill him. Oh dang! I never Why'd steal from. <laughs> Like you get so rich in Skyrim, <laughs> like just pay the fine. Hey, at some point, it's not about like money; it's about the the thrill. Oh my gosh! No, I think if I killed him, I would have to like. I don't care how far I got without saving; I'd have to go back. Yeah, actually, it, weirdly enough, if you kill him, uh, there's like I guess he has like a little um assistant that that works at the shop. Mm -hmm. uh, she just takes over. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's weird. It's there it's great. Go. I love that. Yeah, probably for the better because uh, he's kind of a god awful person. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a, he's a <laughs> oh no, he sucks. But it's like so funny listening to him. I love it. Um, okay, so the third one's also from Skyrim. Um, I don't play like a ton of games that have like I don't know dialogue. I guess really, right. I play like The Sims, and I could have been like dog dog, but I didn't think that that would count. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is um. I don't know how to say his name. Mike? Make? Mike. Anyway. It does not matter to Mike how strong or smart one is. It only matters what one can do. Okay, that's a nice, profound quote. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, the, he's the liar. <laughs> Mike the but liar. I always so, like when I run into him. Uh, I'm going to say something that's kind of funny. Uh, so, uh, in our like private chat, we sent like links to all these uh, video with like videos essentially of these quotes being said, um, and Aaron sent one with all of Mike the Liar's quotes, and mm -hmm. she linked a time to where the quote was so Wookie could snip it. Um, but I skipped over that on accident. I heard a different one that I thought she was going to use as her quote, and it's like, "Oh wow, you're the Dragon Board, so you could shout. I can shout too." <laughs> like, I yeah, I was gonna oh be the gosh. quote, and I was like, "That's amazing! That's yeah. such a good quote." No, that is funny. See, oh, Skyrim's time oh to my change gosh. it. I could probably do like fifty quotes just from Skyrim that I love. Yeah. So there's, there's a, a lot. lot of good dialogue. Yeah, it's a very good yeah, quotable game. It is so good. Okay, so my next one um is from Doki Doki Literature Club, and. This is definitely a spoiler, so if you haven't seen it or played it, I'm sorry. If you haven't played it, then like skip like ten seconds or so. Okay. It's at the end of the game and it's like the whole game is text based until the very end, until you beat it. And then you get to hear Monica oh, talking cool. to you. I love it. I cry every time I hear it. I sent the link with like um it's like the intro and it goes into like the ending song. But like every time I listen to it, my eyes like water. <laughs> I just like start to she like cry through the fourth wall. Can you? Yeah, hear me? yeah, cool. but it's like so sweet. I don't know. I love it. Uh, can you hear me? <clears throat> Hi, it's me. Um, and then my last one, there's no audio to it. It's from Stardew Valley, so um, they don't obviously have like any kind of voice actors or anything, but I couldn't help myself. Uh, it's from Haley. It's on the request board, and it's help wanted for girls only. I need super cucumber. You know what it's for. <laughs> Keep it a secret, okay? Oh, Paige, No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I remember I think Trevor asked me if that was a mod and I was like, No, that's that's base game. That's oh, like that's canon. Great. Oh man. Uh, she, uh, <laughs> Concerned Ape knew exactly what he was doing. 
Oh, yeah. And there's, like, a few things that she'll ask, like, with that, um, like, with the text. It's super, super cucumber and then, like, a sea urchin or something. And another thing. A sea but urchin? Jesus, no. I think so. No, no, no. I don't It's It's funny. <laughs> oh, all my right, God. All right, that's all of mine. Oh, those are good. Yeah, I like those. Uh, pretty much exactly what I was one for. Uh, dumb, stupid, and funny. <laughs> and the mine are going to be slightly different. Mine, I, I'd say mine's a mix. But I, mine's, mine's a mix of like funny and then like a little more serious. So my first one, um, and y'all y'all knew this one was coming. Uh, this one from Titanfall 2, quoted by BT7274, uh, which is the Titan that you pilot throughout the game. And uh, you form a really good strong bond. Uh, I kind of think like um, he he doesn't have much personality. He's very serious. You know, he's, up, he's all about the mission, but he learns a lot from you. And it's like some small things at first, like learning how to thumbs up to show like, you know, I'm good. Uh, and uh, just a lot of, I don't know, like he, there's parts where he tells you to just to trust him. And uh, you do, and it's like he'll throw you like a baseball <laughs> across the map. Uh, but he's like, just trust me. I've done, I've done the math. I've got the throw right. You'll land. You'll be safe. Um, so this is a quote specifically from the end of the game that means the most to me. But the quote is: Protocol one, link to pilot. Protocol two, uphold the mission. Protocol three, protect the pilot. And you hear this throughout the game. And these protocols are the protocols the Titans have to live by that they're programmed to live by and um like so you know protocol one link to pilot you know link up with the pilot get connected with them uh make sure that you're good to go and you're cooperating everything's good protocol two uphold the mission whatever the mission is you know once you linked up to the pilot that's what you're doing you're upholding a mission protocol three protect the pilot and they live and die by protocol three of like no matter what they if Pilots in danger, they will put themselves in front of you to take whatever the hit is. Uh, and the ending of the game of Protocol 3, and I'm going to do my own part of, like, you know, hey, spoilers. I'm going to skip, like, 15 whatever seconds ahead. I don't know. Good luck. Um, so Protocol 3, protect the pilot. At the end of the game, there's a key part where uh, your pilot, your Titan, BT, gets really messed up in one of the final boss fights. Uh, he he loses essentially his eyes, so you have to like look through the glass of the front so you can control it. Uh, Blisk from Apex Legends actually throws a card on you because he could kill you, but he just throws a card on your on your screen and it says uh, Apex and it has like the Apex Predator logo and he says you've earned it. Um, and uh, he leaves, and at that point, you know you you've guys get basically a nuclear bomb, and you're trying to get disarmed uh, away from like the bad guys. But now it's become clear that your only hope, you know, humanity's only hope is to blow this damn bomb up. And uh, while you're doing this, you see, like, this thing a message pops on the screen is Protocol 1, and it links the pilot. He doesn't say it, but it pops up. And as you're going forward, Protocol 2, Uphold the Mission, link pops up on the on your screen. Um, and it's all, like, jarred because BT's really hurt. And uh, as you're about to go forward, you can pick a quote what you want to say to BT, you know, and, like, I, I told him, uh, don't worry, BT, I'm not going to leave you. Aww. And uh, so, like, he and BT's, uh, like, we're, you know, we're in this together. And then you launch up, you get, basically, you get, like, a, like a big, like, uh, magnetic canyon and it launches out. Um, and while you're flying through the air, you just hear BT say, uh, Protocol 3, protect the pilot. And then he grabs you out and he just, uh, he just says, trust me. And he just throws you. And then he throws himself into the bomb and, uh, you know, saves you. So it's like that after going through Titanfall, the, the story is so beautiful, but that like holds so much ground for me right. that if they ever do anything related to Protocol 3 in Apex, like whatever it is, I'm, I'm, I'll spend real money to get it. <laughs> like, I do not <laughs> care. Um, that, that holds so much ground for me. Yeah. But yeah, that was so big. It's the next one. Iron Giant all over again. Yeah, and it's so big, um, and it's it's so good, and you really um, you become connected to BT. Well, and you also but... referenced that in the previous episode. Or, uh, wait, was it the previous episode or the episode before that? I can't remember exactly what um, it was. Erin did. We were doing a quiz yes. on like guess guess the line, and yeah, she did like uh, Protocol One, Link to Pilot. And yeah, all that. I, I I could predict <laughs> yeah. that that was going to be on your list. 
Yeah, it, it holds so much ground for me. Uh, ever since I've heard that when I first played through Titanfall 2, it, like, it stuck with me. Uh, it's a good quote. Next one, though. Uh, this is from Bioshock, the original Bioshock. Uh, and it's simply, Would You Kindly? And by Andrew Ryan. Was a man sent to kill or a slave? A man chooses. A slave obeys. Come in. Stop. Would you kindly? Would you kindly? Powerful phrase. Familiar phrase. And I know, Wookie, you've played through Bioshock. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, so you know the strength of Would You Kindly. Like, mm. that's... You hear it literally from the beginning of the game to the very end of the game. That three... Like, that three-letter sentence, Would You Kindly. You hear it nonstop, and then it turns out at the very end of the game, um, it, it... I mean, it's huge. It's a game-breaking, like, a game-changing thing. That three-letter sentence is just insane. Like, what weight it holds. And um, I, I really like it because that was a lot of, like, the devs taking the concept of, like, you know, you're in a game with a, a linear story, and you're doing everything you're being told to do throughout the game. Every time a tutorial pops up, walk forward, walk backwards, walk left, walk right, you're doing it. And But the game is telling you to do all this by saying, would you kindly, and then you do it. Mm -hmm. Everything, every little thing you do in the game, essentially, is, like, going, progressing, is would you kindly. And then you learn... I mean, that's your brainwash term. Someone says, would you kindly, and tells you to do something, you do it. You have no control, you do it. And it's like, holy shit. <laughs> that writing was so good. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I love that. Uh, that. That was really cool to me. I've always loved that. Uh, the next one, uh, not so serious, but I do quote it a lot. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. That, uh, by Duke Nukem, of course, for anyone that is uncultured. Uh, is one of the greatest video game quotes that has ever and will ever exist. Uh, okay. uh Duke Nukem Duke from Nukem. Duke Nukem. Yep. Oh. They, they even included I'm it in the, uh, Yeah. <laughs> they even included it in the uh, in the remake that they did about what eight years ago. Something like that. Yeah. 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 And it's. I mean, it's just that's. It, it's such a huge quote. Like, oh, yeah. and it it is tied to Duke Nukem as a character. You, if you ever made a Duke Nukem game without that quote being said, like you're. It's not a Duke Nukem game at this point. Um, next one, and this again, this is more of a funny note. Can I take your order, please? Carl, what do you want? You gotta eat to keep your strength up, man. Hey, I'll take a number nine, fat boy. Give me a number nine, just like his. Uh, let me get a number six with extra dip. I'll have two number nines, a number nine large. A number six with extra dip, a number seven, two number 45s, one with cheese, and a large soap. Uh, said by Big Smoke of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And Aaron has never played this game. Um, so essentially, Aaron, when uh, you're pretty fresh out of jail, you, you get in with your squad, your gang, whatever, uh, four of you in a car, you roll up to essentially like like a, let's say like a Burger King or some crap. I think it was essentially like a chicken place or whatever. Uh, but like you roll up to this fast food restaurant, you place your order, you know, you want like a number nine. Dude next to you also wants like a number seven. And the guy, I think Ryder in the back wants like a number nine. And then Big Smoke pops up. And everything I just worded off is for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for Big Smoke. E even big better. Mood. Even better. Like, um, so that's like the beginning of mission. Uh, after the mission, you like, you take Big Smoke home. And he pats his belly and he goes, oh, man, that food filled the hole. It's like, yeah, you fat. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Big, Big Smoke is such a good character. Such he a good character. Such a good character. He's, he's not, um, I, I wouldn't say he's very quotable. Um, his his quotes are very, well, oftentimes uh, they, they, in, they use the N-word. So, like, yeah, you just can't <laughs> quote him. But one of, the, one of the best characters, like seriously, like if you think of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, you really only think of like three characters. That's Big Smoke, that's CJ, and the third one's a toss up between um, Samuel L. Jackson as the cop or uh, the the Mexican dude that becomes your like brother in law. Yeah, you know? that's fair. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and my final quote uh, is... This is the way the world ends. Said by Cortana in Halo 3 at the end of the mission, The Storm. And um, that... That one's really big. Uh, it, not only is it Cortana's voice voice actor is incredible, um, but also the way it's said. You know, like you're you're launching an all out assault with like you know the Earth Force and everything, uh, the Covenant, like essentially you know the uh, the elites. You're on this huge onslaught trying to stop this weapon from being launched, trying to stop the Halo from being launched, and. Um, then something happens, and all of you are just pushed back, and you're just like, did it work? Well, what happened? And, like, the screen, like, flashes, and you just hear Cortana go, this is the way the world ends. And um, then you look behind you, and you see a ship coming in that's like looks like it's infested with something. And, uh, of course, anyone that's played Halo knows this is the Flood. And, um, you know, uh, trying to say, Master Chief, he says, like, you know, this is bad. And uh, the Arbiter says, like, what is it, more Brutes? And uh, Master Chief says, no, worse. And, yeah, the Flood coming in, like, you know, that's that's Much awful. It's <laughs> not, not good. That's very, very bad. And I, I would say a close second, um, also within the same game, is from Cortana saying, uh, I'm a thief, but I keep what I steal. I don't know why, but I love that quote and hearing her say it considering the concept of everything you're doing and everything that's happening with Cortana mm -hmm. in Halo 3. Um, most of what Cortana says is quotable in that game, honestly. Yeah, that's true. So one thing that I'm very excited for, Aaron, is uh, we're, we're going to play Reach. Yes. So I'm, I'm very, very excited. excited. I, you've never played any Halo games, like the campaigns, right? Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, Halo 2? 2? I think okay. it was. That's usually everybody's go-to. Yeah, we just... I know that we said for sure, I'm pretty sure it was Halo 2, when we talked about Halo on, like, I think the first episode, um, I, like, looked up the release dates, and I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, it was Halo 2 that I played. Because I played with my brother. Mm -hmm. um, but we both played the campaign, and then we would play online together. But Which, to go with that, uh, because Aaron now has Halo, uh, the Master Chief Collection, downloaded. Uh, it's finished, so we were able to start Reach. Um, and with that, I did not give her any spoilers about this. Uh, I don't know how much she knows about Reach. I'm, I'm sure we've probably told oh, her probably here and there. Not much. Um, and <laughs> but like, there is one specific quote that is linked to Reach that Wookie will understand 100%. That was never said in Reach. It was never oh, ever really? said. It was not. It was never said in the game. It was never said in a book. It was never said in a movie. It's not even canon. So, but. It's become so popular amongst the fan base that everyone just accepts that, yeah, it was probably said. Uh, which is um, a quote from June that says, uh, Dying's gay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so that, wait, wait. I, I feel like this is so long, Gay Bowser. Like, that really wasn't a quote? Was it just like no. a mispronunciation? No, there was nothing along those lines were ever said by June. And wow. people have, like, mixed it up and said, like, dying's lame, I'm out. You know, dying's for losers, I'm out. You know, whatever. Uh, but, like, it's just, like, as someone, anyone that's played through Reach and knows the story and knows how things go, I'm not going to say it because Aaron hasn't played yeah, yet. Yeah, Um, But, like, anyone that knows, knows what I mean. <laughs> like, and knows, and, like, okay, yeah, that's fair. He probably said that. I mean, in, in fairness to Aaron, I think I absolutely have said Reach is basically like a sci-fi Dirty Dozen. So, though, then again, Aaron doesn't know what the Dirty Dozen is, so I think I'm still in the clear. Um, I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, no, no, seriously, like, that's, the, like, have you heard the term, the, the, the quote, so long, gay Bowser? No. <laughs> yeah. You you have? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like most guys, uh, it was an N64 reference to um, Mario 64. Uh, Mario absolutely says something that sounds like so long gay Bowser when, when you, um, like are, are, you know, killing Bowser in the final battle. Hmm. Um, 
I, I have no idea what he's actually saying, but it just sounds like so long, Gay Bowser. I'll have to link to that one as well. <laughs> And and that's fair. I I think canonically Bowser's gay. I think Wait, can, I I think canonically he is. I just do. I don't care. I don't care if he has children. I think that's a front. Um, fight me in the comments. So, <laughs> I listen. He's had this hot blonde chick with him all the time, and I don't think that's because he's actually into her at all. I think that's. I think he's trying to help her. <laughs> I think he's trying to help Princess Peach. Well, you know, the whole uh, storyline behind Mario Sunshine was like um, baby Bowser uh, assumed that, you know, Peach was his mom. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. I don't uh, think that, yeah, but don't Bowser's think they probably bi. said that, though. I, I, I think Bowser's probably bi. Let's be real. I, have you seen uh, can... Bowsette? Yeah, that, that's oh, yeah. why. That's why I'm not willing to accept that Bowser's straight. Yeah. It's canon. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it now. It's canon. Fight oh my me. god. <laughs> okay, so my first quote is actually not a quote. I'm actually breaking my own rules. Wow. Um, wow. But I make this thing, so I don't care. <laughs> uh, so have either of you heard of a video game fall, uh, called Fighting Baseball? It's an SNES game from like the 80s. No, no, but it sounds like how I'd want to play baseball in real life. Uh, so it was a it was a Japanese made baseball game uh, where they were tasked with uh, making a bunch of roster names uh, without really knowing anything about Western naming schemes. And I come to this name every single time I have a go to fake bullshit name, and it's Sleven McDykel. <laughs> do, do do you know what that reference is? Have you heard that before? No. Oh my god, I gotta send you this. The so the entire roster is is kind of a meme at this point. But it's got some uh some choice names. But Sleven Mc Sleven is by far my favorite of the entire list. Um I'll I'll send you guys the, the picture and I'll I'll include it in in the links. Um but that's from Fighting Baseball from the SNES. Um and I too had it's time to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of gum. But well, I, I, it's a good quote. I never actually played Duke Nukem, uh, but uh, that's actually my favorite quote from the movie They Live. <laughs> oh, well, nice. man, I, yeah, I forgot about that movie yeah. altogether. Roddy, 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 Rowdy Piper says that just before he goes into like a grocery store or something like that, and he just starts like beating the crap out of all of these like alien things. It's amazing. The The next one is a long one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna link the entire thing, uh, the audio in the podcast, and it's from Wheatley uh, in Portal Two, and it's most test subjects do experience some uh, cognitive deterioration after a few months in suspension. Now you've been under for quite a lot longer, and it's not out of the question that you might have a very minor case of serious brain damage. But don't be alarmed, all right? Uh, although if you do, if you do feel alarmed, try to hold on to that feeling because that is the proper reaction to being told that you've got brain damage. Do you understand what I'm saying at all? Does any of this make any sense? Just tell me. Just say yes. Okay, what you're doing there is jumping. Uh, you just you just jumped. But never mind. <laughs> it's literally like the first line of the game, and it is amazing. It, it just like sets the tone to what Portal 2 was, and it was the best Portal. Okay, this next one is from Borderlands 2. Uh, and there's, I mean, Borderlands 2 is an endlessly co uh, quotable um, game. But yeah, I, I, I felt like chaotic. this one, it is such a chaotic game. I, I feel like this one, though, is um, kind of my style these days. I don't know why, but I, I feel like I'm more and more feminist as I as I get older. Uh, the quote what? is from Mr. Torque, uh, and it's it's after you kind of like uh, you do some kind of mission for him. He goes, "With Pyro Pete dead, you're now the number four badass on Pandora. Grats, motherfucker! Also, you should treat Moxie nice. Nothing is more badass than treating a woman with respect." <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> uh, there's there's actually a longer quote but i i'm keeping that for now I'll, I'll link the actual audio in the podcast and the uh the final edit right on 
uh, in the last one that I had, and I'm not going to tell you what it was from until I, I finished the quote. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> but it's not Mario. It's Mario Auditore from Assassin's Creed 2. You have my thanks. Keep the sword, Ezio. Do I know you from somewhere? Don't you recognize me? It's a me, Mario! Uncle Mario? <clears throat> it's been too long, you hotel. Far too long. I was waiting no for that. Yep. I, no way. I, 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 when I was doing my research on what I wanted my quotes to be, I saw that too, and I was like, man, I never played that Assassin's Creed, but I know that quote. Oh my god. So all of the SEO games were, were by far the best. They were so good. They were... I, I, I never played the newest ones. I, I was talking with a, a coworker of mine, and he says the um, the RPGs are, are really good. I gotta give them a try. But the Ezio Assassin's Creed were choice. So, and, and that was literally like, I don't know, 15 minutes into the game. And it came out of left field. I didn't expect it. <laughs> and my buddy was with me, and he goes, wait, what? What did he just say? And... Ever since then, that's just been stuck in my head. A fat Italian just saying, it's a me, Mario. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it so much. That's awesome. Yeah, it is really solid. I can't lie. That that one caught everyone off guard and every I don't know anyone that does not love that. Oh, yeah. Like so how could good. how could you not, you know? So uh I also wanted to talk about uh Destiny 2. Um we oh. had just started doing the Forsaken because it's almost uh, they're like getting rid of it. What? What? what yep. they, like they can't um, just get rid of it, right? Yep. So this isn't the first one. I mean, they got rid of the entire original trilogy storyline, but um, essentially they are afraid that the game's going to be too big. So uh, going forward, anytime they release a new DLC, they get rid of the currently existing oldest one in the storyline. So we've got a new season coming up, uh, and it's going to be, I think, like the Blinding Light or whatever. Uh, I can't remember. I'm blanking on the name. I think it's Story like line is like the, or something like that. Something like that with the Witch Queen. Um, and going forward with that, well, Forsaken is now the oldest one, so Forsaken's going to go in order to make space for this one. Uh, and trust me, I hate it. Because um, I was more than excited when we got into Destiny to play through like the original like Red War storyline and everything. Because it's it's a blast. Uh, the original storyline is so good. Um, you get to like you know run in with Cade, run in with Zavala and Ikora, uh, go through this big war. Everyone loses their light except for you. So you're essentially like the only like superpower guardian in existence, and it's a lot of fun. Um, but they yeah they took all those original ones out. I think it was like Warmind, the Red Board. I can't remember the other one. But yeah, Forsaken's next. I wonder if they're going to plan on something later, maybe like a supplementary game that's like the old stuff. Yeah, kind of like World of World of Warcraft with like you know World of Warcraft old or whatever, yeah, like Destiny Classic or something. Yeah, I would I would hope so, or at least do like an archive thing where you could jump into a matchmaking playlist that's like nothing but a storyline playthrough without like necessarily the entire world and everything. Right. Um. And, like, you have to download it so you have it, uh, and you can't access it normally. And it's just, like, a matchmaking playlist for up to three people playing through the missions. And I would be down for that, because uh, I kind of get wanting to keep the game to where it's not insanely massive. Um, because then it starts becoming more and more unplayable as you do that, especially for people on, like, PS4 and Xbox mm -hmm. uh, One or whatever. Um, but a lot, it's, a lot of people are pissed every time they remove a new one. Because everyone's like, you know, I paid money for this. You know, like, right, you're taking yeah. it away. I paid for this. Fuck you. Well, I mean, at, at some point, it's got to be like Master Chief Collection, where it all resides somewhere. It's considered DLC, and they kind of just plug it in, kind of like a puzzle piece. So if they right. did Destiny, what would you call it? The, the Light Collection? Um, yeah, then sure. they, could, they could do something like that, where they have, you have each one of the uh, campaigns... And then you just buy the campaign that you want to play. And then there you go. You have all the campaigns. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it sucks because like, you know, again, like the, the campaigns are a lot of fun. Uh, the cinematics of destiny are beautiful. Destiny itself is beautiful. And it, it really sucks with the concept of like taking things out. But 
I I keep having to say that like I get it because I do, but man, is it annoying? Yeah, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> man, is it annoying? We we have a small bit left on the story, which is essentially like those final things. I think it's like exploring some like lost areas. Are we all out of uh, bounties? I think we still have the, the bounty left. I, I mean, I think you can continue getting bounties. No, no, I mean, I mean, uh, like we 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 just we killed the writer, we killed the mad bomber. We we killed someone else. We killed someone else. You know, I thought we, we still had we people. Beat to kill. Did we really no, we, beat we, all of them? Yeah, we beat Aldrin. He was the last one. Really? Okay, I don't. I didn't. I thought there was more. No, that was it. Uh, we beat all eight, and then Aldrin, and yeah, because remember Aldrin got sucked into a weird thing. So, man, that went by way too quickly. Yeah, it really did. But to be fair, there's also three of us, and it's meant to be played with one person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Designed to be played with three, meant to be played by one. So, so and we are also technically way higher level than we're supposed to be. <laughs> right, yeah, because at the time of that, that was what, the second or third DLC? Um, something like that, I don't remember yeah. I mean it, it could be the, 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 the point where like um you only like the highest level was like five hundred. Right, yeah, and we're all like twelve, thirteen hundred. <laughs> so Well yeah, to be some fair. of us are thirteen hundred. Yeah, y'all are like twelve ninety something. I, I, I can't. It. I no. I am gonna hear it. I cannot get um any uh, equipment that's higher than twelve eighty nine. That's it. That's it. Actually, no, no, not even that. Twelve eighty seven is the lowest um item that I have. I, I'm sorry, the the highest item that I have. I I can't find anything. Have you tried being better? Wow. Okay. So that's uh, that's it for this week. Uh, we're going to. <laughs> oh my oh gosh. man. Actually, I say that, but it is like it's at the hour uh, mark. <laughs> let's, yeah. Let's honestly. wrap. Let's wrap it up. Let's leave it at. Have you tried being better? No, I haven't. I'll be honest. I I I, I have um, other things. Fair. Fair.